Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy, the number one fucking with you while you work from home during Omicron, boy. All you gotta do is trust me, Jackson Maine, Johnny G, standing six foot two, 287 pounds, from the south shore of Nassau County, Long Island, and... John Gabris, also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout-out. He's not actually in here anymore because Tiffany now works from home. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my, possibly the most recurring guest, uh, the, the origin of Action Boys started here at the beginning of High and Mighty, and now they're back to talk the fucking Matrix. It's Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger. Hey, you okay, up? man? I'm yeah. all right. I had 287, right. baby. That sounds nice. It feels I, nice, too. Uh, it was funny to say my body weight the second my chair just lowered itself mm-hmm. like on its yeah. own. Like, yeah, I, I, I heard, I heard a lot of accordion noise conk. come from my office yeah. chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the cosmic joke, baby. Wait, Hey, so origin of Action Boys High and Mighty, does that mean that we're kind of on action boys in revolutions and resurrection territory. Yeah, this is <laughs> action boys resurrections. If you're coming back to visit, <laughs> wow, it's we a lot to live up to. Yeah. yeah, episode two. We're on like ep- this is like episode three hundred and seventy or something like that. Episode two was you guys and me talking predator. So things- is that Delphi making noise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you okay over there, Stan? <laughs> Delphi's in a bag of. Uh, ball bearings or something she's yeah. rattling like a, she's in her jacob marley get up in honor nearly of silent co-host arthur is not in the room my rarely silent co-host jane is doesn't have activated. to be in the room to participate yeah. <laughs> and then delphi is delphi's doing playing. the electric slide off camera delphi's fucking rolling around in a metal garbage can <laughs> delphi's playing yahtzee into the microphone <laughs> I got her out here. 
She's got a little rock that she chases around. I think she kind of, she like tries to turn it into a mouse or something, you know, like using like an actual rock or is it a toy rock? No, it's like Dr. a little rock. A little rock. <laughs> Be careful, Doctor Rock and dogs don't mix, dude. <laughs> it's a little, uh, it's a little figurine of uh, Belushi's character from Salvador, Doctor Rock. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, you say no more. When you said rock, that's what we all. Yeah, we that's all what like. I first assumed. <laughs> In his little starter jacket. So if you uh, <laughs> wanted to hear about the movie Salvador, tuning into the high and mighty on the a- Matrix trilogy is the right place. Yeah. If, if we're ever in a place to talk about more esoteric movies, it's when we're supposed to be talking about a different, more mainstream movie. Like- you got me in the freaking Matrix, man. They're going to fucking kill us. <laughs> Doc Rock being in the, like Carrie Ann Moss choosing to look like Doc Rock once they're inside the (laughs) Matrix would be such a funny choice. You know, you could have any style you want and you choose the style of Dr. Rock. I think it'd be only fair that Neo then looked like Wood's character in that. Yeah, with like a baggy dress shirt with sweat stains I'm I'm a friend, I'm a friend of uh, Mr. Smith's. I just uh, I need to borrow the uh, logos uh, to take into the uh, power center uh, or whatever machine city. Uh, dude, anytime you start rattling off specifics from revolutions, you could really start to upset yourself. You could really be like, "What were they fucking going for here?" Machine uh, city. So, just that Matrix Resurrections in theaters now. Have not seen it yet. Uh, we I haven't seen it as of this recording. It just got released. Yeah. And you guys, one of you sent a text that was like, hey, Gabrus, if you're going to talk about The Matrix, I, like, I'd love for an excuse to watch the first three. And it doesn't really make sense for Action Boys. So we were like, yeah, let's do a high and mighty, promote Action Boys, do this. And my big thesis was I only saw Reloaded and Revolutions in the theater and disliked them. Same, but, too. Exactly same. And the I same. have not rewatched in 20 no. years. And then you go. Well, now I've watched so much bad shit. and That's Disney- exactly how I felt. <laughs> I was like, Disney has ruined movies for me. So maybe these blockbusters, and I still love blockbuster energy put into a movie, even when it doesn't work for me. So I'm like, oh, let me, and I put on Reloaded. I, I watched all three. I put on Reloaded, and I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm excited. Let's give it another crack. It's got to be better than some of the shit I'm putting on at night. And then it was better than a lot of the shit I'm putting on mm-hmm. at night. But it was still a it's a slog. big drop off from the first movie. Well, the first one is just classic storytelling. It's like your typical hero's journey. It's incredibly satisfying. It's it's what Cracker a blockbuster should be. Yeah. Yeah. Because st- when I saw them, I wasn't pumped about The Matrix when it came out. I, I, mean, thought I didn't know pretty, anything about it. I thought it looked pretty stupid. And I, I'll, I'll stand by that the aesthetics of The Matrix are gross ruined society maybe they should they should be put they should have to serve some jail time for ruining fashion for 10 years for putting small sunglasses on dudes i mean the effect it had on the aughts fashion sense of every fucking douchebag is like it's tangible but the um the follow-up two and three they they, the story just isn't there and i i feel for them because like the the neo is too he, he, what do you he do comes too full circle yeah yeah the, the best sequels i think would ha- not have neo and it would be other stories set in the matrix and i think they did it with the animatrix which to me is more watchable than two or three 
I don't sure. I also I watched. Not, I, I've not watched that since I first saw it either. I got to rewatch that before I but see Resurrections. The the feeling I got watching uh, two and three um, was sadness that of how much I dislike, like nostalgia for my distaste for it back in two thousand three or whatever. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck, the quality of everything else was so high that I thought so low of this. I have been trained for now 20 years where I'm like, this ain't so bad. This is better than fucking most things. Yeah. It's crazy. It's cr- And Tiffany had never seen any of them. She watched the first one with me, loved it. She was like, oh, this is, oh, oh this is, and also is like, oh, now I know where everything that's in media was copied from. Like, there, because it yeah. was like a decade where everything was ripped off from the Matrix from parodies to actual just. Uh, choices okay here's what i i appreciate it about it now uh, we won't dwell on the negative too much right like or at least i'll nah, try not bad <laughs> the it's so fucking weird and funny and i i was sending fucking t- like text i was taking pictures of scenes i was sending to my friends i was like laughing my fucking ass off particularly at two two to me is like almost a comedy um, and the choices are also weird. Also, they're all rated R. Yeah. Which is cool. And there's and like adults all that are in sexual. Love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though there's no nudity, I maybe there's a random like there is in the in resurrections, like right when they go into that Frenchman's uh club or whatever. The Merovingian. Yeah. Yeah, the Merovingian Hell City or whatever. Uh you can see somebody pinching somebody's tits. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's but a- I don't know if that was a woman or or not it's nudity it felt nudity because they were full they were full breasts that's and sexy I, ra- that's like a sex party rave sequence that that definitely is highly sexual there's maybe some there's some nudity. nipples all over the place and i think you can get I saw away a big, i saw a big pair of breasts that somebody was pinching so I, hell know, yeah yeah. <laughs> I always do though. Whenever looking tits. at a group scene, I'm looking at I'm fine. I'm seeing titty pinching where there ain't any. But w- it was in the Matrix, so it doesn't. It's fucking not real. That's true. If you if you buy it, well, if it was it? during if it was in fucking Zion, then that would have been nudity. You were just staring at ones and zeros, Stanger. Yeah, was man. I? <laughs> was I? <laughs> the tits we call the two. <laughs> this is also like the Neo perfect- is the one. The boobs are the two. <laughs> We must free the two. Wait, Neo's piss? So when The Matrix came out, I also, I thought like there was too much focus on, like bullet time blew everybody's fucking mind. And I was like, eh, it looks fine. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't looks cool. Fucking... Don't overuse it. Yeah. I'll watch the hell out of this movie. Yeah. But my brother convinced, he was like, no, it's actually a pretty, you'll like it. And he was right. It's a great story. It's a great story. And, and on, and Reloaded has this too fucking great choreography and we know that he uh keanu eventually pairs off with the fight uh, and stunt mm-hmm. guys from this to make the john wick movies but the fight choreography is awesome like the, f- the fights in two and three go on too long yes Way too long well three it's bo- three is legit three's boring boring Even there, two has some action sequences that albeit are too long and they are also enjoyable. go full like fucking video he becomes neo geo where it's just like him and Smith, like their arms are all fucking weird and like. I, yeah, I don't all... like when it slows down to like that full like Superman. When he gets superpowers, it's like yeah. this is. And at the time, 
we hadn't even been burned by you know eleven superhero movies a year for uh, mm-hmm. two decades. This watching it this time, I'm like, I don't need him to fly. Yo, I, I do so not. Over yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> couple of thoughts I had as I'm watching Stone watch these with me. We had just watched one maybe like Stone a year. Stone is Stanger's my son. 10-year-old son? 11. 11? Ooh. Uh, my son. <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay out of here. Yeah. <laughs> stay out of this show. <laughs> uh, you will, if you follow the action boys, you know that uh, Yoda comes up on the show a lot. He is a pedophile, and he is always <laughs> on the, the lookout. the action boys universe... Master Yoda is a pedophile and will come around whenever we bring up anybody under 13. <laughs> and if you're looking for clues, it's because at one point he he declares that Luke is too old and he's not <laughs> interested in anybody too old. And that's how we were able to kind of... And we, of um, course, extrapolate that one line from Return of the Jedi to meaning... <laughs> that's Empire, he's, right? Oh, Empire, yeah. Now he's Master uh, Pedo now. Uh, so we're watching, we watched the first one and of course, like it's a blast. The movie's special. It's surprising. Um, kind of scary, scary. It makes you, makes you think. I remember when I first saw it, I hadn't, I knew nothing about the movie. It was back when that could still happen. And when I first saw that opening scene, one of the best openings to like a movie ever with Trinity, I thought, shit, is Trinity bad? I don't know if she was good or bad. I don't know if the agents were good or bad. Very exciting. So, you know, as you kind of go through these it gets less cool, less exciting, and less surprising. But something I notice is the first one, there's some interesting composition. They do some fun kind of screwed up angles on shots. Like there's the shot where he's first going to meet Morpheus, and it's a really high angle of the rain coming down on the rain gutter. They pick in, like they have that Lincoln with the um with the backwards door. They're picking like interesting cars. And then some of the some of the framing suicide and- doors, Lincoln Continental. Right. Some of the phrasing, uh, framing and pacing. I fully didn't know what the fuck you were talking about for a second. I was like, Abe Lincoln? (laughs) (laughs) Some of the um, uh, framing and pacing in the fights is really interesting. They'll do these kind of like really like wide shots of uh, Morpheus and Neo facing off for the first time. And so there feels like there's some care and consideration to like how the stuff looks. And by the time we get to fucking three, I'm like, is this... This is like the worst Chronicles of Riddick movie. Yeah. Like, this is like, we've gone from something that was kind of looked interesting and was fun and surprising to the worst installment of the Chronicles of Riddick with like the mech suits and all yeah, the time the they Zion, spend in Zion. Yeah. I'm like, all the burlap what? shirts everyone's wearing. Yeah. Um, Everybody looks the, like Qui-Gon Jinn. You know? the, the moment I, rewatching it now where I was like, Oh, I can remember my disappointment was, and you made me think of this, Stanger, bringing up how great Matrix opens. Matrix Reloaded opens with like sort of like a, a shitty dream sequence with a, a a cut, and and between the cut is like the little fucking Matrix squigglies here yeah. and there. I'm tired of when he's. I hate it when he sees that all the time. Now it's just like, what? What is it? Who yeah, cares it that he can bad. see in green? I yeah. could see exactly what he's fucking looking at, and it doesn't look green. How is that making him special? Another thing that was great about the first Matrix to me um, was the timing of all the kung fu shit. There hadn't been a Hollywood movie with that high level of Hong Kong cinema Wires, kung fu in it wire in choreo. fucking forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or with that budget, like on that yeah. level. Now- I, just to wrap up a thought from earlier, and we were watch, 
halfway through Reloaded and Tiffany goes, this movie is boring. This is not as good. And it's like fresh eyes even know the fall off. So like back to like, I thought watching them back to back would keep me, keep me some juice and reloaded. I love the- wife didn't give her some juice. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> the, uh, the fucking fight uh, Neo against all the Smiths is starts fun, but lasts for too long. And then the highway sequence is a, an amazing action sequence that just doesn't. I just don't understand why anyone involved in it is in it. <laughs> like the key. Uh, the, the other key thing I know is after, <laughs> after watching Revolutions, the ping ponging back and forth between from the Oracle is like so. And it's like a video game where you gotta like go into town and click on this person. Yeah, and like they have to keep going to get the next level of the quest. Need, bring her the red potion. So I she need to go be, back to the Oracle. I'd be like, the you know what? Just another form of control. I'd be like, Neo, at this point, you can't go back to her. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. we fucking, when he just has to go think for a while. Um, but uh, yeah. I thought, I'm sorry. I'm ready. I know, I know time, time is, is the essence. <laughs> so, I, I, I also, I didn't love any of the casting after one. Like all the new people they introduce don't work for me at all. I like, did I don't look like, up why. Well, I think one, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't fully agree with that because like Joey Pants is spectacular. He he elevates one so much. He does such a good performance. He's such a great heel turn. He's got such a great like everything about that character. Yeah. He's, and he's as out. rich as Neo and Trinity. They lucked out with the casting of Mr. Smith too much, where it's like they should have let him die. Yeah. Yes. They shouldn't have brought him back or bring him back, like figured out a cooler way to bring him back. But like on this rewatch, I was like, oh, most of the Matrix One crew are like not really acting them. They're, they're like they got a line or two. Well, and and almost like, everyone you like dies. how they look. Yeah, yeah. They, a lot of them die, which is helpful too. I did like Mouse's thing that like is such his audition moment where he's like explaining like um all the uh like the cereal and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. and then like the red he can hook him up with the red like that guy's Mouse doing was a, pretty good. He's doing a uh, weird voice. He's you got know my the senior my stuff. senior yearbook quote is <laughs> to deny our own impulses is to deny the very thing that makes us human. Mouse from the Matrix. <laughs> R- R- Rogers, you were <laughs> that's, that's fucking <laughs> in my high school yearbook. It's, uh, <laughs> I looked up. I was like, what? Why isn't Tank in fucking Revolution? So I looked it up, and he's like clearly insane. Like he's he's Tommy Chong's adopted son, and he. Uh, self-made a documentary you can find on YouTube that's like 40 minutes. I didn't watch it because I was like, oh yeah, this dude's got like mental health problems or something. But he uh, he thinks like everybody, ha- like he thinks Neo's ripping off the animators and like <laughs> everybody's out to get him. And clearly he wanted, like they were going to pay him $400,000 to do Matrix Reloaded and he demanded a million dollars and they were like, no. <laughs> You overestimate how important Tank is in episode one, pal. (laughs) And I was just like, why would you? Your whole job is to sit there and just be like, oh, my God, I've never seen anybody do this. (laughs) I know. 400 grand. He probably would have worked like 20 days. (laughs) Well, he would have had Link's part in this. I mean, they just completely retooled. I, I, um, Oh, right, right. I watched closely because I I learned this. um, Rogers told us this before I did my most recent rewatch. And I watched him in that, and he's good. Like he's yeah, he, he's I liked him in it. Like I was like, this guy's pretty fucking good for it's like pretty, a pretty the, the the first one is so fucking effective. I mean, you really feel for everybody when they get when Joey Pant when 
uh, whatever, what's his name, Cypher? Yeah. When he kills everybody in the real world and they die in the Matrix, it's fucking powerful. And then in the in the revolutions, Tank has all these kind of ex- exclamation points on scenes where it's like, he's doing it, but you feel nothing. It's like, yeah. you don't match his excitement at all. It's like, I can't believe this. Yeah, or even like where they have all the guys fighting, like yeah, like when they're in uh, when they've got a uh, Commander Stone or whatever. What's that guy's name? Like the main, the main kind of uh, military leader right. when he's talking about the strategy or any time that something successful happens for his the- speech to get everybody hyped. Like doesn't yeah. really work. Yeah, it feels weird. Even at the end, we won. At the end, of, like it, it happened, we won. Feels so like, low like, stakes. It's like wait. What did you win? He like uploaded himself to machines. Like it's too. No, they fucking like, I, they 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 call the truce. Yeah, I it's remember just too complicated, too um, unnecessarily complicated. Like the uh, one of the moments of tank like cheering that didn't hit for me is like CGI Neo flies to the truck to save like fucking everybody on the highway during yeah. the highway sequence. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, he's like, what is that? Whoa! I don't know, but it's moving faster than anything I've ever seen. Oh, it's Neo just like, flying. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did think that like two or three of his flight takeoffs in Revolution did, or I'm sorry, Reloaded did look pretty cool. Oh, I like the he, sort of ground adjustment. When he Superman goes down thing. to the ground yeah. and then flies up in the air, I was like, oh, that, I, I thought that looked pretty cool. <laughs> how fu- while we're on tank, how funny was it when he walks home and he goes, "Where's my pussy?" Oh, Link, then, Link, Link, you're talking Link. about oh, Link. Link, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. When Link goes home and is like, where's my pussy? And then there's kids there and he's like, oh, uh, I was fucking laughing. Because like, I didn't remember that at all. And it was Me like, neither. That is so weird. <laughs> that is like, could you imagine like walking into your house and doing that? Like, like, oh, my pet name for my girlfriend? I call her pussy. Even if I didn't have kids, if I said that, I would feel disgusted shouting that into my Where's house. my pussy? I've been gone for so long. <laughs> also, that like... um. Trinity and Neo need some time alone after they couldn't they fuck on the Nebuchadnezzar fuck on the ship. Yeah, I guess can, the, the quarters are too tight and it's like you can, impolite. You can, you can fuck on that. You fuck would in the bathroom. They I, find I, places yeah. to fuck. They watched her. They watched him finger her heart on the fucking Matrix screen. I think they could watch them fuck on yeah, the Nebuchadnezzar. Also, like, can't everybody just fuck in the Matrix? That's like, what I, anywhere they want. I honestly on this on this watching of the trilogy, I started to think that maybe they can't. And that's why sex is such a big thing for the free. And then it also makes sense of like Zion rules. Then if everyone's finally allowed to fuck, you get why it's like worth waking up. Because if no, the, they're all the movies oh, are oh. more sexual than I remembered them being. Maybe because yeah. of the there's age. Some, I, I do recommend watching the Animatrix because there's a. It's cooler than all of them. I mean, it's just shorts. Neo is barely in it. They do explain why the kid is obsessed with Neo. Oh, the twenty-three-year-old that's supposed yeah, to be like a little baby kid boy who's like supposed to be sixteen. <laughs> the reloader. This guy's like tw- the guy's like twenty-eight years old. It's fucking the neo simp. Yeah. yeah, the old ammo boy who comes in. He's like, they won, they won, and it's like, how the fuck do you know? like? I, I to, in my worldview, like he gets shot in the back as soon as he comes rushing in, telling yeah. everybody, ideal by like a human. Yeah, <laughs> he. I think he was a secret android. I think the first movie also does a lot for bro cinema, that intelligent bro cinema, something we talk about on Action Boys, where 
the movie has like an interesting take on like what is real and it hits even harder now with like uh metaverse and social media and all that shit like completely left out of reloaded and revolutions is any take on like any sort of like outside perspective on society it's it's just fully like mm. chase no. the key master we got this guy serif yeah i would yeah. rather have a hat on a hat where they realize the fucking real outside world the is just is like a another fucking yes. mate it's like a box <laughs> in a box yes yeah. They do. They go. They go lazy sci-fi, and they just do kind of Buddhism one hundred and one. You know, like that's they lose all the interesting kind of take on on society from the first one, and then they just start going like, oh, he's got to he's got to lose his sight to get his third eye, and you know all that. There's also of shit. like the 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 little things in Matrix Matrix that kind of worked were like deja vu and everybody stops and it's like deja vu is a sign of the matrix great reloading or like fucking changes in the matrix matrix. and then it's like in matrix reloaded where they're like werewolves are from (laughs) from old versions of the matrix you're like okay but werewolves don't exist (laughs) deja vu does happen to be yes and so it it trips you out it makes you think like holy shit i have felt deja vu could that be a glitch it's not like oh shit all those fucking werewolves i see are fuck all the fucking aliens i've been running into all the time are old versions of the matrix shit my fucking neighbors are fucking (laughs) it's count dracula that's oh my god how funny are the fucking ghost guys I mean, oh, the their twins? look is great. <laughs> and then the, the, the werewolves, we never turn into werewolves. They just get killed by silver bullets. <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, I, I fucking like in the first one how much uh, Morpheus is sort of like pithy one-liners keep everyone... Like, he, she told you what you needed to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe. Like, he, he says these, like, and he, he says such gravitas that he says these, like, little three and four line ep- epithets, or whatever that word is. And it lands, and you're like, okay, I'm still support. And then he's not in the later two movies as much or not as important. And Morpheus convinced me every time in the first Matrix that whatever Neo was doing was dumb. He's like, but I believe. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, that might be enough. I get it now. And then I'd fall back. And then I I think we lose that, especially as they add more characters that matter less in the later movies. And I think we mentioned this on a a recent episode of the Action Boys, but it's worth bringing up so people don't think we're dense fucks. The movies are wildly more interesting now that both the directors had a fucking sex change. Yes. And you can and and everybody acts like they, they're like it's like, oh well, obviously it was a metaphor for uh gender identity. It's like, well, yeah, now. Yeah. Now we know that. Nobody no, knew that in two thousand three. No. Nobody had a clue. Nobody would fucking guess that. Arguably, the Wachowskis weren't sure at that time, too. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to put myself in their headspace. I think she she started while they were doing the movie. Um, uh, Lana. Lana. Yeah, it's crazy that the the third one says Wachowski brothers at the end, too. Because, like, you know that they're off to becoming the Wachowskis at that point. Like, by the time the third one came out, I I just... I, I remember reading um, something about like the making of, and they they're obsessed with basketball, and so they would just be watching. They had basketball they had games. The Bulls. Go- they seem like two like fucking doughy Chicago bros. Like you look at them, and it's like fucking uh, straight out of Dub Bears. Yeah, they're like Polish uh, eating Polish sausage and shit. <laughs> yeah, so they have this kind of beautiful trans allegory that's that's embedded in that first one, which makes for such a cool, interesting story. And we've talked about on Action Boys how 
sometimes the message, even if it's a bad message, like some kind of weird evil jingoism or strange propaganda or something right-wing propaganda it can make for an interesting movie even if you don't agree with whatever the message is it's like wow if it tries to affect your thoughts in some way that's a stronger choice than a lot of the shit i think it's going to get them to make weirder choices because you're you're you've got some thematic target in your head that like bends your your storytelling into places that for most people won't go which always makes it better totally it's more than just like uh oh i gotta get um you know i gotta win over stone and his grandma as opposed to yeah, right. how can i yeah. how can i fit this how can i snake this past the chinese censors is like well you know what half the movie producers are doing now now it's like yeah <laughs> these guys these these uh, the wachowskis are taking huge swings with like elaborate um okay, like, what are they liking in china what are they liking in beijing right now <laughs> Uh, the the can we talk about the cake orgasm? Oh yeah, and then the uh, and then the the this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, what Marvel movie is going to have somebody eat a cake and then we zoom in on onto their in uh, Matrix binary vision. code yeah. uh, cr- vagina having a fucking getting wet splash explosion and and the fact that that's maybe the- Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen the, the third one yet, but maybe. I haven't seen the third Ant Man. Maybe there's a close, like a giant like uh, under the table like fantasy orgasm where somebody like gets so wet they have to run into the bathroom to presumably jerk off. That's the stinger. Well, the, eventually uh, the, the Merovingian joins her. He joins yeah. her. Well, in he there. knows she's in there getting warmed up. He like, let he said it. He set the uh, that's his cause and effect thing. That whole shit. So then we have some fun kind of philosophy in the first one, and they really try to keep going to the well on the second and third. And you'll have these long, drawn out word games that people play with each other. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, this fucking sucks. This, uh, who gives a shit about this? Do you guys remember that SNL sketch? It was when Jimmy Smits hosted in like the early 90s. And um, he was just the cop who answered any question with a kind of deeper philosophical question no but i like that i like the sound of this <laughs> i like smith yeah and it was just annoying to everybody because <laughs> it was just like thousand yard stare of like but what do we know about anybody and then like chris farley tries doing it <laughs> like everybody's like stop <laughs> great that's exactly what happens in this fucking shit I did like in I did like in uh, Reloaded the uh, when he goes to see the Oracle again and they have this whole thing about what she know what how she knows what he's going to do and versus him not knowing and if he's it's a new actor in the second one right in In the the third third one in the third one is a new actor and And she's not she doesn't she's a good good. actor I've seen her in a bunch of stuff she is not nearly as good at this character because like somehow you stay engaged with whoever they got in the first two like with all of her fucking mumbo jumbo. Like, um, you know, kind of like I, like Buddhism 101 type stuff. Her but mumbo jumbo becomes untenuous in three and then also a less skilled actor or in not. Three, I think she's yeah. I think she's good. I think she's she's just, really good. I've seen she, her in other stuff. She's just trying to do something different. And whatever this first woman set up was great. And this woman's trying to make it her own, which is what you have to do. And it doesn't hey, here's work. a small thing. I bought the initial actor as a cigarette smoker and the, the, the actor in the third definitely did not smoke. Yeah. No. 
And it looked crazy foreign to him. Yes. The first one, she's smoking, she's eating the cookies. It's all like the kind of earthly indulgences. And then this, and then by the third one, what you know, you're just not buying her. She's she's smoking the herbal cigarette, and it's like, uh, and you don't even care about the oracle by the third one. That by the third one, it's like, wait, like it gets too into the oracle and architect stuff that like <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Like I forgot about the architect. That which fucking is architect scene is so fucking funny. God, well, it's so no, funny, well, dude. No, all the five stuff, times, like, times, I would times. love. <laughs> I would love to get like go. be with be on set the day Keanu had to shoot all those reactions that are playing in the background because they're like so fucking huge. They're like so out of character for Neo where he's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't like that. It was like. I mean, this probably fits in with where um, uh, the newer movie goes and, and it's ultimately helpful, but. When they said in the first one that there was somebody who broke out from the Matrix and they said he would return, I never thought it looked exactly like Keanu Reeves. Yeah, why? Right. It wouldn't make sense that it was, unless every year it's Neo that wakes up. Because he wakes up in the juice and he's Neo. He looks like Keanu Reeves. And then he goes into the Matrix and his character looks like Keanu Reeves with hair. His avatar looks like Keanu yeah. Reeves with hair. So- they give it some name and the like this is your self-realized imaging. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And every and there's no swamp ass in the Matrix. You could wear fucking pleather with no underwear and know you'll be fine sprinting on rooftops. I think there is, right? I mean, you <laughs> you stink and you know there has to be the flaws cuz the humans rejected it when there weren't flaws. Right, Remember the right. architect and- made it too perfect. And fucking Smith hates the smell of humans. Yeah. Yeah. It's the smell. I find that- it sickening that part is awesome too i we talk about a lot of action sequences from matrix but i i always forget the fucking the um, morpheus rescue the morpheus rescue is fucking fun man i feel saturated by it human (laughs) beings are a virus another big takeaway for me in this one watching it uh neo's name is tom yeah, that's kind of right. weird to think about. Tom Anderson. Yeah. Tom Anderson. <laughs> Big Tom. Dude, the one dude does a pretty good Mr. Smith in Bane? three. Bane. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting choice to have um uh Smith infiltrate a guy that looks evil that we've never met before. <laughs> that bothered me so much. Why not the just have him beat Link or somebody that yeah, we care make about? Yeah, someone we have we care about at all, like Joey Pants in the first one, rather than like a fabricated. And then they're like. He was the only one alive after five ships were destroyed. It's like, and okay. we're just keeping. We're yeah, let's hold talk on. about some of these other new people. I kind of like the captain who's like no nonsense. Who's yeah. like, no, we shouldn't do that because he makes sense. The guy in charge of the defenses, who's now with uh, Morpheus's ex, Jada Pickett Smith, like is a dick. Like throughout, and like not happy to see her. Yes. And at no point do they make it make sense why they're together, other than no. to like give like make it sting for Morpheus a little bit. And she's boring as fuck in this movie. She really is. I like her too. And I was like, yeah. man, this miscast doesn't work in this. You don't. I just even seeing like when you ever see the new people cast in their little matrix attire, it's like fuck this shit. It makes it all. It doesn't look even stupid. look right. Yeah. It doesn't even look right. Yeah. I got to see like, you in your fucking leather jacket and glasses. Get the fuck out of and here. And why does everybody like the leather and glasses look? If you can have anything in this place, it's like, well, right now, leather is really <laughs> for everybody going into the, for everybody who's broken out of the matrix and wants to go back in. It's a real kind of like 
leather daddy party. I, I think that they, the Wachowskis had stuff they were into, stuff they found sexy in the first one. And like it or not, it was what was kind of going on at the time. It, it, found, its, it found its way into the movie and it does work. And I feel like by the second and third one, their hearts weren't in it anymore. I don't know if I could make a movie of like my personal kind of sexy cutting edge interest. I don't think it would yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, eight hours that. worth of movies about it. if If I can, it's two and a half hours that I could pull off. I can't do and eight that's full fucking yeah. hours. Yeah. The, the pacing for the first one really works and every scene seems to make sense where it is. By the third one, it, it really seems like a... a, a they're just cobbling together whatever they got, where, however they can. There was one edit I remember where I was like, did I zone out? How did we even get here? Where it's the key maker explaining why they need to turn the power off in those buildings, <laughs> which is another set piece, which is like, why the fuck are we even doing this? That, A I, little I, weird hallway. Uh, so two introduces programs that yeah. now, so they are designed. They're not humans, but they're inside the matrix, but they're not, also fully part of the matrix they're it's there kind of to a- do what they do but some of them can be sentient the same way that these the the agents are sentient in their own respect they can kind of execute their program in a way that they like yeah, they've, yeah. they're like they're not completely beholden to the rules of the matrix. were you guys waiting for tron to bust in and like clean shit up to- for a second totally because there's also like the user and then the actual program inside the uh the machine or whatever. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of Tron elements happening right now. (laughs) Not in a good way. (laughs) I mean, if I was going into the matrix, I would be like, all right, well, my guys, I'm going to look like Tron. Yeah. yeah, I I would look fucking crazy. I mean, everyone would be onto me right away. It'd be like I'd look like the dude from GI Joe. Uh, lucky, I'd have like a Hawaiian shirt no, and grenades. I'd look like um, I'd look like a boogaloo boy at fucking the Capitol steps. If you could look like anything, I'd make myself look like Thrilla Gorilla from TNC Surf. Do you remember that character from <laughs> right, T- Hell Yeah? <laughs> TNC Surf design. I actually yeah. included his image in a pitch I did recently. I'll talk about it more. Often. Thrilla Gorilla, literally that guy. Yes. Did he have- have the hat with the tails on it to like so your neck doesn't get sunburned. <laughs> yeah. I'd have that. Uh if so, I was going to fight the Matrix, I would look like the one, the like samurai guy from Ninja Turtles who was like a rabbit. Do you guys remember him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that guy. That dude was fucking cool. But oh but before we move completely far away from Bane, um why did it take Neo so long to piece together that it was fuck? No yeah. one else has called him Mr. Anderson in presumably like years. Yes, no, they call him on Zion. Nobody yeah. on Zion even knows he's Mr. Yeah. Anderson. The guy says no, they only know him as Neo or the one. Anderson. Yeah. Who yeah. are you? Yeah. You really don't know who I am. You used to help your landlady take out her garbage, and I you almost <laughs> killed you like this. <laughs> a couple months ago, Anderson. God, he's uh, really fucking good. Uh, he's uh, amazing. The, Agent Smith is very fucking good in this movie. Saturated by it. It's uh, a virus. <laughs> it's the smell. I do love when um, the other agents walk in on him and they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they were. Fu- they caught him like sucking off Neo or something. Uh, Morpheus. Yeah. Oh, Morpheus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, that was so good. And those other two fucking jobber 
agents were great in the first one. Yeah, I like the way they morph to agents in the second one. It's a little more painful for like the humans, like yeah, they yeah. make like a good sound in that. Uh, some interesting casting stuff that people have talked about a lot, but we should bring up that it was offered to Will Smith. He turned it down to do Wild Wild West. And that pairing, if it was going to go to Will Smith, they were going to have Val Kilmer play Morpheus, which would have done a good job. I, nobody can touch Fishburne. But, no. But um, I mean, that's a wild two-hander. I mean, what a... what. A, it's <laughs> wild to imagine because Morpheus is even more iconic than Neo is sort of in the first yeah, movie. So for, it's very, very... My brain is having a hard time placing Val in that role. Well, I love, I love Keanu and I love what he does with Neo. I think Keanu's doing good work in all of them, but for, I'm a Morpheus guy all the way. Like I fucking love Morpheus. Uh, even, mean, even as he gets bigger and bigger as they go on by the third one, he's in like full Brian Dennehy mode. Like you could tell like the first one, he's kind of trying to be in shape a little bit for it. And then by three, he's just like, ah, yeah, third, he's like, uh, my changing my name from Morpheus to the fridge. Also, he <laughs> looks older. Yes. Than he Neo ages faster than in, everyone. In a too. good way where it makes a, a mentor protege relationship work between the two of them. But with Val, I, I mean, I bet Val would like get off on like plain, like aging himself up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be older than Will Smith. But I don't know. There's something the, in his voice that I could just kind of imagine him doing it. Too. But, but um, you know, it's it's impossible to imagine anybody else but Fishburne, you know. How that's fucking why annoying! So oh, how annoying was it in particularly three? How often people say like, "Everything has an end." The ending is on its way. It's a almost as an it's a it's more than annoying more annoying than everybody talking about do what do what you do, which was kind of the theme of Reloaded. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm only doing what I'm programmed to do. Yeah. Hello, Fresh. Tis I, John Gabris, host of High and Mighty, here to talk to you about Hello Fresh. Yes, they deliver pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week, so you get convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store, saving you the wait in long holiday lines and ensuring you don't waste money on excess food. It really is super helpful to get on HelloFresh. They cut back they help you cut back on the time you spend in the kitchen. So you can spend it on your other resolutions. It's 2022 now. You don't want to be in the kitchen for 90 minutes. You can get most of these meals ready in 30 minutes or less. There are quick and easy meals, 20-minute recipes, and low prep and easy cleanup options. Even faster route to putting food on the table. And don't forget dessert. You can get sweet tooth with seasonal limited time goodies like Dunkaroo's cookie dough or vanilla delight cheesecake. Uh, I'm now reading about Dunk uh, Dunkaroo's cookie dough for the first time, and I will be adding that to my order. And I can because HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal, the same quality. And, and you can save on average over 65 bucks a month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. So that's more money to put towards those other 2022 goals, whatever they might be. For me, it's jumping out of a helicopter into the ocean, but I don't know how much money that's going to re require. But if you want to get involved in this HelloFresh with some free meals, go to HelloFresh.com slash high16 and use code high16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash high16 and use code high16 for up to 16 free meals and three free 
gifts. America's number one meal kit. Hey, do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Well, that's because it's a business scam to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people are saving up to $720 a year with Truebill. Jeez, get on it. Besides, companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Look, I love Truebill. Uh, it's a great way to save some money and it's a uh, great way to like knock off these bills. Like as you're looking into 2022, you're like, what? I feel like I'm overpaying for stuff. So you can save a bunch of money on DirecTV or Sirius XM, like whatever you're messing around with, it can help you. So use Truebill like I did and you should too. Truebill has over 2 million users that have helped them save over $100 million. Wow. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash mighty. Go right now to Truebill.com slash mighty. T-R-U-E-B-I-L-L dot com slash M-I-G-H-T-Y. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash mighty. In, in Reloaded, the introduction of Seraph, the guardian of, like, I like him a lot. He's I, got a good I, look. I like that they great, just have like a fight for no reason. Other that's than, what like, I was that's say, the I, shit I like. Where it's that's like, the shit I like in the movie is when yeah. he's like, "Well, I have to prove prove to me you're Neo, and I'll prove I'm Seraph by we can have a dope hand to hand, reminiscent of him versus Morpheus in one mm. as he's learning kung fu." But then. The fact that Seraph is tagging along all these times and he's an exile or a program or whatever he is, and it's like he doesn't have that much more power than anyone. It's like mm-hmm. just put Morpheus back in there. Give me I give me more Carrie Ann Moss and less Seraph. I don't the, care. Um, it, it, that reminded me another example in the first Matrix, how cutting to the real world gives it a little bit more emotional punch. When Mouse runs and gets everybody to see the fight between Morpheus and Neo, that works. It's like, yeah. oh shit, this is a big deal. Yeah. And it gets you even more hyped on this awesome fight that you are watching that like, oh, everybody there is even fucking hyped about it. Yes. Neo's, Neo's power set heightens too much too, probably. Like if we if he wasn't fully sailing around till yeah. revolutions, it might be a- it might well, you be got a, a feel for these guys, right? Like where it's like, they had no fucking clue. It's, is it possible- to make good sequels without first knowing that there are going to be sequels. Like, I think it's going to be tough. And and honestly, even after watching Dune, I don't even know if it's true because like Dune did what Dune knows there's going to be sequels. It ends on a to be continued and it sucks. Cause like, I mean the ending, I enjoyed seeing it, but like you don't get the feeling of a fucking ending. Yeah. And Obviously, you know, as much as George Lucas loves to claim that he had all the fucking, fucking Star Wars all, all written out, like, that's yeah, a fucking right. mess, too. It's, like, really hard to have a satisfying first movie with the foresight that it's, I mean, maybe the only thing that's ever done it is Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Yeah, Shit. I think you might be right. I have to think on it a little bit, but if we're just you know, pulling one out of the air. I think that's got to be it. Well, they wrote those out of order, right? Because they wrote the movie and they were like, we need to set up Remo Williams and how the adventure begins for him. So then they wrote the uh, adventure begins, shot it in chronological order. Gabrus, of course, is referring to the Destroyer series. (laughs) You know what's fucking weird about the Matrix series to me is um, it has an iconic sound. 
Yeah. But it doesn't have an iconic score. No, and the score is progressively uh, worse. I was about to say, yes. The score is arguably (laughs) bad by the third movie. Like, you buy the industrial tech shit because of the the world the movie lives in Mm. in the first, but then eventually you're like, this music does suck. I can only (laughs) take, like, I don't know what I could listen to longer, Matrix soundtrack or Boondock Saint recording. Right, right, right. I like the Rob Zombie song and the and the Rage Against the Machine song from the first one. Right. They got we got Dragula and we got a Rage song. But by the third one, they just they they just ditch the sound. It's so they were just so over that shit. Like even even like the Frenchman, which is kind of interesting, they bail on by part three. They have him in it a little bit, and you think that like he's gonna be involved in some capacity, and he's like, nah. He kind of has the train guy, which is kind of there for a second, and then the train guy. They oh, the fucking train guy. Yeah, train man. Yeah, I have. I love. We can't remember his name. He's called train train guy. He's called train man. We're calling him train train guy. guy. (laughs) Whatever. Oh no, the writers were even less creative than us. Yeah, we're just gonna go with all these placeholder names: Machine City, Train Man, Key. key I forgot about Train Man. even on having watched Revolutions like three days ago at this point. And now it that I'm remembering- trained men. It, it's, <laughs> it should have been uh, uh, Eric Roberts and fucking- uh, <laughs> Manny? Yeah, Manny. John Manny. Boyd. Well, John From Boyd, Runaway yeah. Train. From Runaway Train, yeah. Uh, that part is, could easily be given to something like, it's so uncreative, the guy that that the idea that it's just a train that goes back and forth. Like, well, they should have given it to Ringo, so much... right? Yeah, <laughs> Johnny Ringo. No, they should have given it to Ringo Starr, the voice of Thomas the Tank Engine. Choo choo kachoo. I do, sorry, although, Neo. Although I do like Gabrus's pitch of uh, the character from Tombstone. <laughs> yeah, manning the train. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Fuck, Michael Bean in this movie would have been awesome. God, how funny was it when they flew above the darkness? I was just like, well, why aren't the fucking robots doing that? Yeah, just get a fucking, <laughs> get your solar panels up there. Yeah, yeah. just keep building up. <laughs> we have Trinity very quickly saying it's beautiful. All yeah, right, thanks. <laughs> I was like, wait, you can get above this? Yeah, yeah. There's fucking just robots. Just throw up. Like, they can get up there. Yeah, I don't think it's a full nuclear winter if there's, uh, you know, sunshine up there. You, can fucking- you know what would have been really funny if, like, <laughs> they reveal that they got a couple humans, like, plugged in powering Zion and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, well, machine, I mean, uh, we, we still machine somebody. technology. Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking they were going to maybe hint to something like that because I completely forgot got everything that happens in three outside of neo going blind or being blinded i, I forgot didn't... about him going blind yeah i remembered that and i remember i remember smith the smith fight at the end and then him somehow infiltrating that bane guy but i i thought maybe oh is this councilman is he fucking because that old guy that kept flashing to him and uh i i was thinking like oh maybe is he in cahoots with the machines or some shit you know because he's uh, always I've... like smiling about that something he's got a secret people fucking hated two and three and i feel like if they would have come out now people would have fucking loved them truly if if nothing I mean, changed about two and three and they were just released in 2019 and 20 or 2017 and 2018 people would have loved them because it's we're at nostalgia peak nostalgia now is it we're just, just a- like is 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 it just that's why people are uh, companies are obsessed with releasing ip because people like 
they burrow into people's brains, live there, and then they will defend them to to their last breath about how powerful like Captain America coming back at the end of the Avengers or some shit. Like it's what? truly it, it it truly is like uh it doesn't matter if it's good. You're just gonna be so stoked to see this a brain worm of yours. Like I'm worried about this man. I, I think I'm gonna go see it. And I'm sure it's going to be more interesting than a lot of other blockbusters that come out just surely on the things we talked about before of like, they're going to make also the director's last few last few fucking blockbusters have been wild. Like whether they're good or not is up to, is a case. Some of the reviews are all like, they remind me of the reviews of like the Eternals where I was like, well, this isn't a review of the movie. This is a, this is a, a review of like stuff I knew before the movie came out. Right. <laughs> I, I don't like anything that when it says like meta, I'm like, uh oh, that's not yeah, a good sign. Yeah. Here's what I like. I I do uh, like that they gave it to her and let her do her movie. Um, because I would hate if they just brought in somebody and then they just everything you love about the Matrix, I'm gonna I'm gonna deliver on that like Yeah, like a JJ like bring yeah. in JJ Abrams to do uh, the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Which is <laughs> totally like a, a thing that Hollywood does. Yeah, yeah that I think you're right. So Stang. fucking yeah. funny. Yeah. They would have brought in like fucking bad robot to make a new <laughs> Matrix trilogy. I'm I, sure it was fucking discussed, and it would be so fucking lame. I'm like, uh, just like, give it to the original weirdo, and let if it sucks, yeah. fine. At least it's theirs, and all. And at least, yeah, yeah. Now, and that's another thing people like get in. Uh, like they're like, okay, who should we cast as Neo in the reboot? It's yeah, like, no, <laughs> no one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's what don't got. put Neo in it or put Keanu Reeves in it as Neo. That's the two choices. Here's what it's got going for it. Fucking Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss both look amazing. Still absolute smoke shows. They, they So you don't they take age. too much of a dip. You know, they look different, obviously, but not too much of a dip where you're like, uh-oh, I got a fucking... Here, here's another <laughs> well, thing. I got a de-aging uh, machine. <laughs> uh, they've... Uh, people have probably already seen it by the time this comes out, but uh, the one... I'm with you, Stanger, that meta usually scares me off any movie that's like, it's a meta take on, but I do think the Matrix world is designed for meta take. Like, the, the entire series has been, is weirdly meta. So, like, I, I think it, of all other properties, this is the one that scares me the least about being meta. Like, it makes, the fir- they're all meta, so I don't Which hate one that. scares you the most? Ooh, I mean, if a comic book movie is meta, like, like, in, that's oh, fucking dude, terrifying. The Incredible Deadpool? Hulk scared the shit out of me. <laughs> He's so that fucking, fucking scary. Me. Oh man, I just the fucking idea Ed, of getting gamma radiated scares me. It's upsetting. <laughs> the abomination, so fucking scary, man. <laughs> Talking about the second and third movie having uh, bogus stakes and not being that enjoyable. The part when the architect, when Keanu, when Neo says to the architect, the architect's like, "Then we'll destroy the human race." And and Neo's like, "Well, don't you need us for power? Isn't that like the sort like, of no? Entire we'd be cons- willing to not. Yeah, I'd be like, no, we'd be it's willing like, to okay. die too. It's I mean, like, that's my problem with so what? many of these movies where I start rooting for the fucking <laughs> annihilation of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's the point, but I want to see all everybody wiped out. He's literally like, you know, you need us. That's the weird thing that keeps the Matrix running is that you need our yeah. human energy. And he's like, no, nah, we we could go without. It's that's like, also a difference okay. between like 1999 and now. I'm like, maybe the robots should just have the fucking everything. Yeah. Well, uh, nowadays, maybe, yeah, it's like give it to in, the robots. Give it to AI. I mean, fucking 
Let you, them fucking drive the wheel for a while. <laughs> you mentioned bogus steaks. I think the most bogus steak was the one that Cypher is eating in the first one. Um, but uh, <laughs> have you seen the meme? This is so corny to bring up. But have you seen the meme that smashes that with the uh, slop them up boys? Like uh, no. from yeah. I think you should leave. It's like, man, this steak and it cuts to a close up of him dumping the water all over. <laughs> Let's slop them up, boys. The meme that or the gif or whatever it is that Roger sent us is so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent that to my brothers. I've sent that to so many people so far. It's, it's so really funny. fucking funny. Chris Kula did... sent it to me. He, um, but it's just like it's the scene. It's the rooftop jump sequence from the first Matrix where they're all testing to see if Neo is actually going to jump. And Morpheus, of course, does the jump first. And it's like free your mind. And Stanger nailed it. It's like he just runs so confidently off the building, and then it's caught with like somebody doing parkour or something. And it the cut works really well because it's like zoomed out enough. A super wide like, shot yeah. of a dude, yeah. and it's a guy just like eating shit on the ledge of like a fucking barn or something. He's like leaping off a building and just whiffing the next building and just into like a shark. shed. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking woodshed. Yeah. Oh man, parkour fucking stresses me out, man. God damn, oh, those guys, the spills they take, and then like uh, the one it stresses me out more when they don't fall. Yeah, like, uh, so, all like, of it. When they jump and like land on like a weird perch, I'm like, get the fuck God. off of that. I remember watching some parkour video with um one of the like godfathers of parkour and he he was explaining <laughs> about like how he always includes a video the of original, falling <laughs> the original kings like, of parkour yeah. are like four six-year-old black dudes in crazy ass suits doing parkour around. <laughs> this dude was just like this is parkour falling is parkour no when you hurt yourself that is part that is a real parkour the parkour uniform of baggy pants and a tank top is always really, and like a scully is always really funny to me too. <laughs> it's a great look, but um, talking about how good like uh, Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves have aged, um, <laughs> it really counterbalances well with uh, how I spent my morning looking up pictures of just Googling Chuck Norris wig. <laughs> To see. And just getting fucking bummed out of like somebody trying their best to like fucking look like they're 40 when they're like 85. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. When you Googled that, did uh, your phone say again? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like every everything that like Google's like, you'll probably also be interested in this is equally <laughs> fucking terrifying. <laughs> Steven Seagal load <laughs> cubic centimeter load of Steven Seagal. Norris has got Norris is doing drawn on beard and like just like a full wig. Now is he still out in the putting himself out in the world? You can find a few like fan photos and they all look disturbing. But yeah, this this um, these guys are in their own matrix. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, he's getting Ken Burns adjacent in some of like well, I mean, sometimes the way's yeah. a little too dark. <laughs> they got him pretty well lit ironically in The Expendables where he, you know, you're like, "Wow, I, he kind of looks yeah, so okay." Yeah, but he's like th that's like a cardboard cutout of him. He's a mobile that's like one in of those he's he's like he's like one of those old Conan O'Brien bits where <laughs> yeah, like, it's just the lips Sm Smigel used to do where it's just like <laughs> the fucking lips behind like a cardboard cutout picture. <laughs> the um the if it's a shame if 
The Matrix came out in 1989 instead of 1999. I guarantee you Chuck Norris would have made a shitty version of it oh, in 1991, yeah. and it would have uh, been amazing. Yeah. The Grid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, go, he goes into landlines. <laughs> Everybody revering him as the one is so funny. <laughs> Well, uh, go back to the Morpheus rescue for a second in the first one. That features that awesome gunfight in the lobby and then a bunch of cool other rooftop helicopter base stunts. But this is Trinity and Neo murdering humans, right? They have a cool cover for it, too, where Morpheus is walking him through. Like the, It's when they do the red, the red lady. He's saying, if they're not with us, they're against us because... The they can turn into an agent at any time. They can time. turn into an yeah. agent. That's why the bazaar or the food, like uh, street fairs or parades are crazy places to go because yeah. the more the more people, yeah. But that but it, they but are just nuking it, people in their tanks. Like, yeah, it like, makes just, it interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's the last. I'm I'm really curious about seeing this new one because you just can't do that anymore. Like, it, there's just too much gun violence out there. Where like this was sort of the last hurrah. Um, and there was still there was heat from it. I remember it being yeah. controversial in nineteen. Well, that like they're walking in with trench coats and yeah. shooting people. Yeah, that that was huge in it was my like high three school years, years after Columbine. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it predated Columbine, and they said that the Columbine kids were copying that. My, maybe I'm fucked up on that. I thought Columbine was earlier, but oh no. Uh, April 20th, 1999, when Eric okay. Harris and Dylan Klebold attacked Columbine High School, they said the killers evoked Neo. Oh, God yeah. damn. Awful. That's what they saw. That's what you took away from this movie, not like, I should learn Kung Fu. Like, hey, I, the thing I take away from this movie is like, I should know how to fight hand-to-hand better. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is like, I got to kill the jocks, is like what someone sees this and learns. They're talking to Neo in their fucking head. I do love like um I believe you know, in you, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody concerned about guns or parents. It's just um the the matrix. Dylan, right. those jocks <laughs> can turn into Mr. Smith. Oh no. If they're not for, if they're not with us, they're against us. <laughs> uh I thought the water effects uh looked cool uh of when uh, Morpheus is running. And splashing through the water, and the bullets are hitting the water. That I thought I liked this whole that whole sequence. Yeah, me too. And that that stand that I always forget that I always remember the kung fu sequence and some of the other the Agent Smith uh, train station fight is no mention of the train man. No, could be great to see a train man Easter egg there, but no, that's just an actual train station. I would He's like a to- train man. <laughs> I like Mom to see lets a- me drive the train on the tracks. Mom lets me drive on the... All right, train man, relax. <laughs> we got to tra- count cards. Count cards with <laughs> Seraph. The train man's counting cards. The train man just fights him like one time, like just punches him once into the wall. I would like to see a big kung fu fight with that weird looking string. Train man is God. Yeah. yeah. I worship the train man. <laughs> this holiday season... Forget the Polar you know, Express. The only train yeah. I'm looking for is the trainman's train. <laughs> Maybe you're excited about the birth of Jesus or just the train man's annual trip from the Matrix to the pro to the programming vessel. I that's the other thing too, is by the third movie, you're like, where 
his power works in the real world. Agent Smith is also in the uh, in the real world. Now it's just like now nothing matters. Now it's just well, like I, I was a kind of like I was okay with some of the ideas, like him having the power in the real world. Cool. The problem is, is that they they need the real world in order for the stakes to be there for the for the the Matrix, but. Everything in the real world sucks, and they used it pretty sparingly in fucking the first one. You never leave the ship in the first one, which is smart, but then the second you see Zion, if I live in Zion, I'm like, why do I even care if we survive? This sucks. Just let me get nuked by a fucking alien. Yeah, the real world's a fucking snooze. You hate the guy in... You hate kind of everybody involved in the defense of Zion. Like, there's nobody really you like that's there, so it's like... I mean, and even fucking... What's his name? Um, Harold uh, Perrineau, Link, is the only person with charisma... Beside, like out in the real world, and he has to earn you to like him by the end. Like, and he doesn't. <laughs> well, and his lady and, and the old like man just... who's kind of cruising Neo. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah the, that's the, the guy. Uh, who's always... oh, yeah. Who is that? What's his name? That's like the Brian Dennehy looking guy. Yeah, he's like a big, heavy set, gray haired guy. Yeah, it's got kind of an old George C. Scott vibe or something. But uh, oh, and you were you were talking about uh, Link's partner, the pussy. Yeah, his, she's teamed she, up with like a badass lesbian shooting. Yeah, but it's like the, we never met her before, so she dies, I, and it's like who cares? Yeah, it's so fucking lazy. It's like what is? What are you guys doing? You fucking idiots! It's like we you don't even to, fully. They don't even fully give you the stakes of what those drills will do. You know what I mean? Like so, it fe- like it's not like it doesn't make a lot of sense. Probes, it's like well, they're just yeah, trying to why get aren't to the Zion machine gun? Three. Yeah, why won't the machine gun guys like? Uh, also, they have an amazing tech on Zion, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, because they got everybody like plugged in. All those things should have one guy in the back like battery powering the fucking uh, <laughs> the, the mech suits. I was a, I'm a little less forgiving of how much of a mess it ultimately ends up being because they shot two and three concurrently. And my thought is you know, expand the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar and hopefully we fall in love with some of these people and then break them up and have some of them be on Zion fighting. So you kind of care about what's going on there. And then so you some, have of some them- sort of established like, oh, please don't let so-and-so die because yeah. I like them from the other movie. Instead, it's right. just all new. Brand new. Yeah. And the I fucking- loved when they like lost Bane and they send like their two beefcakes after him. Yeah. Like those guys two guys like, pop down. Wait, they got like no wait, sleeves. What? They're All just right. like two bouncers that they keep on the ship. They're like, well, He's not and they, here. Don't, they don't even go into the real. Those guys exclusively like dig coal for the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever. It's like the two most <laughs> badass looking guys are like, yeah, we're the IT guys. Like, <laughs> they've got two moments we, with those yeah. guys. And one, the first one, they don't talk. And the bald guy has a little, like he hangs out there for a little bit longer before he leaves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These pi- ships are powered the old fashioned way. Coal. <laughs> the American way. Thank you, Joe coal Manchin. power. <laughs> Luckily, Joe Manchin saved the, the future of Joe humans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ergo. Do you do you also while we're talking about how shitty Cornell is. West? By the way, they, oh, they put yeah. Cornell West on the council. They don't make him the lead of the council. <laughs> I know. He's I know just, he's not an actor, but come on, give make him the fucking head guy. He's charismatic as fuck. He can get away with just spewing info. The 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 neo simp. Do you think they? 
should have come up with a better reload strategy before the, than the, just giving a guy a little shopping cart. Like yeah. maybe like put a little of their tech budget into like know, the reload system. Walking, I'm like, put a guy in a walking machine that carries the ammo out. No, dude, they're <laughs> fucking. They give them Gelson's shopping carts, and they have the little uh, safety mechanism trip, so one of the <laughs> wheels is out of commission. They're like, look, we took these out of the fucking parking lot, so it's gonna trip up on you. But get the, you know, I. And I maybe love- send all the guys at once. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a higher survival rate. Yeah. Supposed yeah. <laughs> okay. to one target. <laughs> the other, the the guy who's defense, like coming up with the defense of Zion is like, no, we need every single, everything is like, no, we need every, it's like, honestly, bro, let's bet on one guy doing something else. Like, let's just try it. Like, who cares? The shit is- what about, no, let's let Neo do whatever he wants. Yeah. The fucking old, like, kind of like wide Paul McCartney looking dude. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rogers kind of nailed that that guy that you were just talking about, Gabrus the Commander. I can't remember his name. I, I want to say it's like Commander Stone, but I may. They're all like Duke. They're all like yeah. four letter words. They're all like G.I. Joe names. Yeah. Hawk, Duke, and Beachhead. Is there a way they could have made him right? Uh, don't say that around Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> well. Well, she got to hit the beach set at Warner Brothers. I think there's a way they could have made him right. He could still be dogged, but kind of right. Like, yeah, he has. Because he is right. Yeah. But they they don't do it. It's not not exactly like because he's like, we got to protect the bridge. And they're like, the bridge is pretty much already gone. We oh, have I like to. when that dude's like, uh, sir, we're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it gets so like it's too bleak and it's like. It's the end of an entire civilization unless Neo can make a truce with the machines. Like, but also all that- we don't know that they don't know that either. Just like Neo's right? up to some. <laughs> like, what if he just got blind and just kind of wandered around, and that was the end of it? I so well, Gabriel- well, yeah, he just beats Agent Smith and defeats Agent Smith, and then you're like, nice. And then it's like, well, actually, that's not enough to stop the squids from annihilating <laughs> Zion. Uh, Gabrus, I was gonna say, as far as like the if they're trying to figure out a way to land this thing. The ending of of Neo ultimately going to them and saying, hey, look, Smith has gotten out of control. You can't even stop him. I can. Let me do it and we'll call a truce. I did like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of, yeah. I, I get that. It's I like just, the big fucking like beetle baby face of the fucking machines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, what did it remind me of? Um Oh, maybe a lawnmower man, but it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else. I'll think of it. Everybody be quiet while I think of it. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're on it. <laughs> no, yeah, I you, guess, I guess the, the resolution, the resolution kind of makes sense as to this is the best way to end it. But like, because they do hint at like people that want to leave the matrix, they're going to let them go. So they're going to say, if you want to go, if you want to leave and go to Zion, there's civilization there, you can go, or you can stay plugged in. And so it's this kind of like, like this symbiotic relationship to where if these copper top, hey, how much did Duracell throw in to get their fucking to, to get- be to be the uh, analogy? <laughs> well, they, they got the most. Them. They got the most iconic battery. You got to go with Duracell. Well, Energizer's up there, but you can't call somebody a, a copper top's a good thing to call, like a good insult to call somebody. Yeah, but a, calling someone a bunny would yeah. be confusing. They might think you're talking to Roger's samurai bunny that he's dressed as. You know, mm-hmm. like it could be confusing. Well, I'm not dressed as. I mean, that I, I'm just I am like, him. I'm projected to look like him inside the Matrix because I want to. 
I'm not dressed. Everybody like would look I, like a fucking. Everybody would look so fucking crazy if they could look however they wanted. The oh Matrix. God, I would love it just to see. Well, it. now that Fortnite exists, like yeah. uh, making the Matrix again, every one guy's got like big floppy dog ears. Like every one guy's a pimp. One guy is uh, Travis Scott. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Don't stop the show. <laughs> Do you think um uh free stop the show. free guys really our generation's Matrix? Holy whatever shit! Whatever the fuck that movie is. Yeah, I watched that. What was movie. it called? Free Guy. I watched right. that movie. It's now. Do you think it was written by AI? Are you buying into that conspiracy theory? <laughs> it's an algorithm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it bad. could be. <laughs> and I like bad shit. And th- that movie is very, very. I like video games. Stone <laughs> was bad. fucking pumped for it, and he's like, "This sucks." Stone didn't even it's... like it. Do you guys like Dark City? Yeah, I love oh, Dark I City. Seen that it was in good. forever. I like it a lot, yeah. Dark I remember City. I remember fucking loving it. I haven't watched it in a couple of years, you know, 10, 15 it's years okay. probably. I, I I feel I mean, I like rewatched it recently. So ten years ago I thought it was it held up okay. Okay. I mean it's gotta be twenty five years old now. Um and, you know yeah. what holds up really well that's in the uh world of Matrix and kind of worlds within worlds existence. Yes. Oh man, God, it's been... that's the Denzel Jude Law one. Uh, Jude Law's in it, not Denzel. Um, oh, it's the Cronenberg movie. Yes, yes. Is it? Uh, I know. I may Crow? have never seen it. I don't think I've seen it. Oh, I'll add it's it to a good the list. One. It's great. Oh, what's the? I mean, oh, I, I think thinking um, of that as Dennis, that as Denzel, and it's like an alternate. Book of you like it a virtuosity. Virtuosity is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of virtuosity. Yes, that holds up. But uh, existence. I think it's is, um, yeah, that's Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you guys seen Free Jack recently? <laughs> no. <laughs> I kind of want to watch the that one. Emilio movie. Yeah, with Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. My <laughs> that brother was on used TNT a lot. My brother used that. It's one of the the um, free video rental posters. It's so I've I've brought this up in the past, but my brother had a collection in his room of the posters from the video store place that they didn't want. Mm -hmm. So like those were impossible to fucking get in the eighties and nineties. And this place, like you would ask, it's like, hey, is anybody? It's like, sorry, kid, we're fuck. This is ours. And then one day they were like, we're throwing these ones out, and we're like, really? And it was the shittiest movie, Cyborgs or Cyborg. I think it was Cyborg 2 we had yeah, the poster so of. Not even JCVD then. No. Um, and then Free Jack was also one of them. That's great. <laughs> and, and I fucking know them all. Like, they all are burned into my brain. It's like the worst. Carnosaur was one. <laughs> Splitting Airs was one. Oh, wow. oh my God. I, I same, same scenario. You'd, of course, ask for T2. And it's like the employees were like, no, we're, I got dibs no. on that. No fucking I'm chance. I'm a 31-year-old man. This is yeah. going in my mom's house, my mom's basement where I live. And I got multiple ones. But the two that I remember I had were Tequila Sunrise. That's pretty oh, good. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a solid one. And uh, The Fly 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that actually didn't look bad. No, it had it had the um the, the jump, pod. The pod, but it had a like a fly leg coming out of it. It was like it wasn't they could be understated. It's like, hey, we, you know, we're <laughs> we got <laughs> we gotta know what's coming um, out of here. Yeah. Who's the man was another one we had. 
Oh, with shit. Dr. Dre and Ed Lover, and yes. then it was like, and it was them back to back because they're cops in it, and then like the name of every like um, hip hop artist or fucking um, stand up like around that era, like Dennis Leary was in it, um, and then we had Brain Crusher, a love story. Mm. The, I think it, Brain Andrew Crusher, Dice Brain Clay Smasher, Andrew Dice, yeah. Andrew Dice Clay, and Terry Hatcher. Wow, I, that movie was on HBO so much as a kid. I watched just pure shit. trash. Every once in a while, one that will I forgot about will come up, or like we'll talk about it on the podcast or something. I'll look up and I'm like, "Yep, I remember that fucking poster. <laughs> I had that one. Yeah, <laughs> right I had next the to a poster, poster in my room. <laughs> right next, <laughs> right next to my poster of an SR seventy one Blackbird is what I was going to say. There was one I remember a one hundred one Aardvark, a one eleven Aardvark, one eleven F one eleven Aardvark, F one eleven Aardvark. We're, those things are top secret. If you're wondering what we're talking about, we're referring to the MacGuffin from the movie Black um, Eagle. Black Eagle. Could not place the name of the movie just now. I When you were like, I was like, Aardvark 111 hit me faster than Black Eagle did. I could not remember the name. Despite Here's another being- shitty poster we had up. It was a movie with, um, and I don't remember the title of the movie. I remember the shitty poster. It starred Rebecca De Mornay and... Um, uh Don Johnson. Mm. And it was it was a thriller. Good looking like, cast. With them but yeah, it was supposed to be like a sexy thriller with the two of them. And it was a white poster with just them. It was so fucking boring. Guilty as sin? Guilty as sin, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what Do a you title. have the image up, Gabriel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah, on. It's I fucking gotcha. completely fucking lame. <laughs> okay yes yeah it's like the shitty city the plane it's got the little yeah. madman falling this in the was back. like yeah. this so this was like next to our computer <laughs> guilty as sin my brother got the computer in his fucking room wow <laughs> that's wow when you get that title you think like we'll just see if guilty as sin is available no way it is <laughs> right like, right wow right. shit <laughs> we got it that's funny yeah i basically we we lived in a low rent movie store essentially yeah it was all the walls covered in those a lot of availability you never yeah. you never have to worry about uh something being in there that you can't check out <laughs> guilty of sin is actually is on hold sorry what are you guys wearing to go see the matrix are you guys going full blacked out leather tiny little sunglasses <laughs> Yeah, gonna, I got my duster ready. Um, I just got my duster. I picked it up from the. You uh, just got it dusted. The, the yeah, just got it picked up from the duster, <laughs> the duster cleaner. <laughs> got my duster dusted. Got my duster got, busted. <laughs> my dust got, busted. Dusted. My duster busted, and I got my fucking. I got. I bought a duster buster just to get my duster busted. <laughs> I went to my optometrist, had him shrink down my fucking sunglasses <laughs> even smaller. <laughs> Tiffany could not cover get over. up the pupils. <laughs> Every time Neo Dude. put on his and his, she was like, "Those are the worst." Anyone and because they're like bug mm-hmm. angled a little too. They're like they turn up a little and they look just like I'm a hacker in a movie. I went <laughs> to uh, um, actionboys.biz. I bought an Action Boys podcast T-shirt. I cropped it so you know it exposes full abs. <laughs> nice. Then I got my leather duster over that. Then I have I, I went to the optometrist, picked up my glasses. They only cover up the inner pupil of my eye, and then their little fucking <laughs> string wire that attaches them. 
I brought tinted mirror contacts to wear, the smallest mm-hmm. I could find for sunglasses. And I'm uh I'm gonna be wearing uh Trinity's exact outfit. Uh same size. I'm, getting I'm gonna just have the back open also. so I can fit. Yeah. I I'm gonna be completely hairless. <laughs> I just fucking if I if it were up to me, I would just say, you know what? If I was in that matrix, I would take Morpheus's goddamn glasses and I would put Neo's sides on them. <laughs> so then you just have like a good full pair of glasses, you know. You're like, <laughs> we'll put these two things together. Another thing you guys were talking about, Duster Buster, uh, and I, I thought of Bust the Dust, and it made me think of Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Buster Dustless. <laughs> so if you don't know James Buster <laughs> James Buster Dustless. <laughs> I mean the fashion we should all start dressing like the real world uh matrix. I Just mean like we will be when we run out of water in yeah, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> putting it like fucking poorly stitched together sweaters. That also got me. I was like, come on, they can knit tight like Yeah. People, uh, how people every are sweater- able to knit. Every sweater neck was like huge, like a hula hoop size. It was always like off one shoulder. And it was light, like and everybody like, had to be drunk when they got their sweaters knit or something. <laughs> well, like they, they clearly have technology there. It's not like right, they're... They have, the fact that they wear those weird shirts, but the 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 ships that they're in are insanely high tech, and the gun the way they defend Zion is insanely high I tech. Fucking, but I they hate, dress like Burning Man. I hate Zion. I hate everything the way everything looks in fucking Zion. Zion sucks. And even like the shitty, like they couldn't get a crowd in there, so they have like a weird green screen of like fucking Morpheus's back. Dude, like the, the green screen backgrounds are working overtime. I mean, the yeah. early aughts were just when like everybody was like, no one can tell. Because in, yeah. in the yeah. 80s and 90s, they used to do it all the time. But it was like, well, this is a special effect. We got to use it as little as possible. Yeah. Like, it's okay. And we now got it's the like, scene no one picks where Indy goes it. down the mountain. <laughs> and like, yeah. it's like, no, the whole fucking movie is going to be that. It's a drag. Yeah. And it hits even harder when you have your HD TV and you're putting it on and it like feels a little fuzzy around Morpheus. You're like, ugh. Yeah. I remember being a kid kid. I was in, I guess in my late teens, early twenties when I saw these movies, fucking hating Zion. Being like, Zion sucks. I was so excited to be and then weirdly now thinking about that, that is sort of meta what the movie's trying to tell you is like the Matrix is like a salve it's enjoyable it's harder to live the real life there it's eat the the matrix is the easier choice well Uh, they did also now that 1999 might be like the like last good year humanity had (laughs) that's crazy that's fun (laughs) i didn't even think of that i forgot that that's why they're stuck in 90 and is this movie going to be the matrix is 99 again because that would be a no they got like smartphones and shit in the trailer Uh, yes because we're living in the matrix now I love seeing smartphones in movies. Super fun. I hope we see Neo snap Mark Zuckerberg's neck in this movie. <laughs> Zuckerberg surfs by on his electric surfboard with his white face. <laughs> Neo <laughs> soars in and snaps his fucking head off. Who else? Mr. Next Zuckerberg. <laughs> Bezos? Fuck you, Bezos. Next snap. I can ha- upload yourself to Prime. You should be there in two days. <laughs> one uh, left in stock come on there's more uh, than that we need to break joe mansion out of the matrix he's key <laughs> to us acquiring more coal in the real world you know he's I was on th- some sort of yacht a digital yacht 
you know what I was Sorry. thinking? Like maybe I'm fucking uh, too old. <laughs> too old to get out of Matrix. Only young people. Ew. Free young Only minds. Young. Free the young minds. Can, Can we just um, Oracle go get some cigarettes? I'll watch the young ones. <laughs> Can mm. we just put? There is no spoon. <laughs> now where'd the spoon go? <laughs> find the spoon. Find, find spoon on me. You will. I have spoon hidden. I am find the spoon. Me, you will. I am the spoon. I am the last spoon. You know what I you know I was thinking is is Trump maybe like some kind of one or something? Could he yeah, possibly <laughs> could he be like the one for like his like in some capacity? Oh my just god, like, please will one of these right wing freaks who Photoshop Trump into like Rambo poses. Will they make the Matrix with like Trump waking up all the fucking right wing fucking monsters in America? Well, you know how he can like just it's defy realities. He like he just breaks the rules and shit. And, like just like whoa, no one's ever done that before. Mark Meadows and everyone's like, whoa, look at the screen. No one's ever done anything like. No one's destroyed. No one's ever lied so fast. hard without any <laughs> any. <laughs> Consequences? Consequences whatsoever. <laughs> wow, no one's continually lied and just had no problems. No one's ever lied so hard. No one's... <laughs> his neuroactivity is off the charts. Look how fast he's... Wow, look how fast he's lying! His neuroactivity is off the charts. That line is stuck in my head. That might be a trailer line. Like, I remember that big time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get in here. Trump's lying during a debate. <laughs> Whoa. I know, Proud Boys. Shit, we uploaded the Proud Boys system. <laughs> uh, the techno <laughs> I never said, I never called her that. <laughs> Rosie's a pig. Never said I'd I only called Rosie a pig. <laughs> I don't have COVID. Uh, <laughs> um, guys, thank you very much for coming on High and Mighty to talk about. As much as those two movies let me down again, I did enjoy watching them. It did. It was a little bit of a time machine for me, and it did get me very stoked to watch the fourth. Yeah, no, I was I was happy to. Ha if you wouldn't have done this, I I wouldn't have watched these movies, and I probably would have like maybe watched the fourth one on HBO Max and been like fucking uh whatever. Ha happy to rewatch them. If <laughs> the only thing, the only problem, the biggest problem I should say with two and three is that one is so good. Yeah, if there right. was a, that's the main issue. Like, I, if like I was thinking, like Son and I watched this right before we recorded the last one. I was like, man, if we just threw this on as like some shitty Saturday, mm -hmm. like again, like Chronicles of Riddick like or something. Remo Williams. I yeah. mean, they nailed it. They made sure the first one was nice and shitty. Nowhere else to go but up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They couldn't. They couldn't reach their own uh, bar that they set. Yeah. The first what, what can you do? I mean, that one just stands alone as this one of those iconic, you know, special movies, and then and it. It is a premise that, like, as you try to dig deeper on, it's like, this is no. getting complicated, and we don't actually know that much about how computers work. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. They almost solved it with the train station thing, but it just didn't quite. <laughs> if the whole movie was about the train man, like, they might have had something. Again, watch the... I, guys, text me after you watch the Animatrix. Because, okay. like, I was also impressed that it does tie into, like... They do a kind of Rogue One short where it's people discovering that the 
um, the machines are drilling down, and that one's pretty cool because they 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 have some tension with like people being stuck in the matrix as they have to like they have to like go in the matrix to deliver the message that the 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 machines are drilling. Um, before cool. the fucking ship gets destroyed. See, that's that's, that's how cool. you use the real world yes. is like a ticking clock of like, oh shit's gonna destroy the fucking matrix and we're all gonna die. They they they, they play they go to that well too much of like we have to they, they can't unplug yet, but in the real world there is imminent danger. They mm -hmm. it works in the first one with Neo where they're like, t but then they try to time it too many times. I don't, there's a way to do it that what you just described, Roger, sounds great. What yeah, you're gonna you're gonna tease or just or just tell us why why that guy is such a neo simp. I am curious to hear this really quick. That kid. Oh, the kid, he he um they they basically I mean it's the weakest story, but it's the only one with Neo where they kind of just redo Neo getting pulled out of the Matrix where it's like he's at work and they're coming for him, but it's with this kid and he's in high school and he's like a skateboarder. Oh, that's and fun. like he believes in Neo, but the thing that makes him such a devout believer is his belief allows him to transcend he gets killed in the matrix but lives oh cool um see already that coming out that's cool and you just saying like what if they had to recruit some other members with special abilities and neo had to go into the matrix and pull them all out yeah that been but it's cool. like it's just impossible it's like you're making a movie it's gotta star keanu reeves you gotta have all these people in it it's gotta be about them i mean there's certain realities to just making a movie that they have to follow like to me the natural sequence of events to making a good make matrix sequel would have been like you don't have neo in it he's too powerful now he's too yeah. he's too much of a superman where it's like yeah, you shrink, can't shrink it him. down and tell a different story yeah yeah or, yeah, or uh, revisit like an like you know show a different timeline that gives us more information about the first matrix. And that's but basically once what he's the juiced the fuck is, up. It's yeah. just like a bunch of shorts of like this In guy who like fucking was able to step out of the matrix for a second um, unknowingly and like just because he like naturally could. Cool. Um, also, and I brought this up on the podcast before. Like I remember before the sequels came out a few writers would just write stuff set in the Matrix world. There was like a series of short stories set there, it's including one by Neil Gaiman that I really liked that oh, I should reread because I've told people to read it. And I, last time I read it was fucking 2000. Yeah, but it was- Double check, that is yeah, not whack. It yeah. was, it, at the time, it was really cool. Basically, the machines have to take someone out of the Matrix because there's like- incoming aliens and shit and they like only a human can craft the fucking ship that they have that they need to like stop like this meteor oh, or these aliens oh, or the machines the and humans working together against a third yeah. like that's a yeah. fun yeah. idea turns out too. we need you for something and Sorry. he's like what what the fuck and he's like all confused because he's been in the matrix this whole time and wow. they're like just do this and you'll and we'll fucking kill you we'll peacefully catch you up, we'll yeah. catch you up as to what the matrix is but first start please start working on the ship immediately yeah that's fucking cool that's fine uh, well, people can go to actionboys.biz if they want to buy this short crop shirt uh, for their Matrix getup, but they also could go there to listen to our Patreon podcast where we break down classic action movies from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Uh, now we're averaging every single episode is longer than the runtime of the movie we're watching. We are, we are oh, doing usually a, double. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, we're around double the length of whatever movie we're talking about. Um, and it's 
I, as I like to say to people, it's not for everyone, but if it's for you, it fucking hits the spot. Like if that sounds at all appealing to you, we're doing it well. But I understand how a majority of people that does not sound appealing to. Like, oh, I great, also get great that. sell, <laughs> Gabrus. <laughs> like, if if it sounds appealing to you, you're gonna love it. If it doesn't sound appealing, I cannot convince you to listen to us talk about the program for three hours right. and forty minutes. I would yeah. say I would just stick to like if it sounds appealing for, to you, go for it and and let the people who it doesn't let them <laughs> let them figure it out for themselves. Let them drop five yeah. bones and just uh, figure out that yeah, yeah. You, that's not a bad idea. We, we can, can drop make a couple the of likes off. And yeah, if this sounds like shit, you yeah probably is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need to put that out into the world. <laughs> If you like that little tidbit on uh, Salvador right at the top, check out our Salvador episode. Yeah. 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 If you and, like and if, if you liked us talking about Chuck Norris's wig, I mean, we talk about him quite frequently. Yeah, the Octagon, Force of One, Code of Silence. You could listen to any of those episodes. Don't even know if we did Force of One. I don't uh, think we did. They all, they all blend together eventually. I think it's on the I think it's on the docket for 2022. If so. you liked our talk about the F-111 aardvark, you might want to watch the, uh, <laughs> the Black, Black Eagle episode. Black Eagle episode. We go, we go shitty movies, too, like Blowout and The French Connection. It's not all, you know. We'll do some pieces yeah. of shit every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll do great movies like Firefox and shit like that, too. <laughs> we'll do some real classics um, like Fire. Trespass. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do <laughs> Hell comes to Frogtown. We'll do stuff like Firewalker. We'll do some pieces of shit like Terminator 2. <laughs> but we swing it back the other direction. <laughs> they can't yeah, all be we'll the Omega Man. Yeah. We'll we'll even things out. We do some good stuff like the park is mine. Oh God. I was at REI wearing the Park is Mine t-shirt somebody made. And the dude, like they have like a greeter at REI. And he's like Great movie. Wow. And I was like, how the fuck does this guy know the park is mine? And I was like, and I'm wearing a mask. So I was like, this guy's got to be an Action Boys listener. Who else is watching the park is mine in 2021? I mean, maybe guys who work at REI because they're like big park guys. Yeah, you know I think I mean? they go to a like lot a, of national. He might have Googled dude, movies about parks. Dude, I did think parks. about what a douchebag I, I, I must have seemed to other people who like I just randomly was wearing that T-shirt <laughs> like that, that I'm going to the fucking like hiking store with a, the park is mine. Time to gear up. <laughs> Thank you. You wear a Yankees hat and face yeah. camo. <laughs> fucking keep uh, Tahoe mirror shades. Keep Tahoe mine. <laughs> we do we do great movies like Iron Eagle and so and their ripoffs like Top Gun. Uh, so <laughs> you get it all at the Action Boys. Actionboys.biz. The link is in the show notes here. This is Ben Rogers and Ryan Stanger. Stanger's got a great podcast on Headgum called The Dumbbells. Highly recommend you check that out. And Rogers got a, a podcast over on the Flagrant Ones Network called Masterclass. Hollywood Masterclass. Uh Recommend checking both of those out if you have not. But more importantly, please check out Action Boys. We have some free episodes in whatever podcast app you're listening to this in. Just pull out your fucking phone, type in Action Boys with a Z, and uh, check out some of our free episodes. Get a little sniff, get you hooked. You know, and we're keep coming um, back for more. Releasing them on uh, audio cassette now. Um, right, that's true. For uh, eight, first eight cassettes for one penny, <laughs> and then after that, so and actually, yeah. you know what? After that, nothing. You do what you want to yeah. do. Do Thank whatever you, you want. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
We'll um we'll put the one eight hundred number in the show notes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. It's actually, it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. (laughs) It's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. There's some sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action, boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.